0: Hello, my name is Pastor Greg Wolf. Welcome to the Jordan Assembly of God Church Sunday Service Podcast. The series that we are doing is titled Life in Christ. It is currently going through the book of Galatians. If you would like to listen to past podcasts, please go to agjordanmt.com and follow the links. Or you may also search for Jordan AG on Spotify, Google Podcast, or Podbean. I'm glad you are here and I hope you enjoy this podcast. Now, without further introduction, life in Christ. Well, let's let's pray, shall we? I'll let people get in. Lord God, we just want to come before you right now. We want to thank you for who you are and what you do. I pray, Lord God, that you be glorified in our hearts and our minds. I thank you, Lord God, that the body of Christ that we can just fellowship with one another, and I pray that we may just glorify you. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, so one of the things that I wanted to open up with, because we're in the Life in Christ Part 11, and walk, took me a really long time to come up with that title. Very long time. Huge. Um, And the verse I wanted to open up with was... um, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not of flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. Now that's a, that's a scripture that, that I want to kind of, I want that to be kind of the, the launching pad of where we're going today. In Galatians, that's chapter 5, And we're going to be going to verse 16. Paul makes this little, little statement that after we've gone through all these portions in the book of Galatians, he said, I say then, in verse 16, I say then. In the King James Version, it says this, this I say then. makes it very specific, this I say then. Say means to lay forth, to relate two subjects together, to you know basically explain what I mean. Then is a Greek word meaning but or moreover. Moreover, by the way, is defined as beyond what was said. Further information for you. I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk. Literally a Greek word meaning to live. And there's another portion of this, to deport yourself. Like, okay, what's... Okay, hold on. What does deport mean? I don't even think. When was the last time that you used the word deport in your... English language Anybody? I had been a long time, so I had to look it up. Literally means, and you parents are going to love this one, so now you can add this into your into your conversations with your kids. Literally means to behave. Literally means to behave and your kids are going like, "No, don't tell them that. They already tell me to behave all the time. I got it. So it literally means, when it says walk in the Spirit, it means to behave in the Spirit. To walk in the Spirit. To deport yourself as. To present yourself. To behave. If you live in the Spirit, the things that the law governs, you will not do. See, and this is very important. Why is, why is this important? Because one of the major things in this whole thing has always been they wanted to, They somebody gave them the law. You need to be circumcised. You need to follow after the dietary laws. You need to do all these things in order to follow after God. And Paul's like, no, don't do that because that is bondage. You're putting yourself underneath a rule that nobody can handle that was not meant to. For you to do. It was meant as a governance to basically show the fact that no matter what you do at some point in time, you are always, always going to hit against what is wrong. Maybe you have never lied in your life and that's awesome, but a guarantee that somewhere in your life there is something where you missed The mark which by the way is exactly what sin means a lot of people like to think that sin means these big things oh he murdered somebody or he stole this you know he he robbed the bank or you know whatever sin literally means to miss the mark that's all it means what's the goal well my hope would be that your goal is to spend eternity in heaven with god that would be my hope and if you are aiming for that goal then the goal that you need to be shooting for is to honor the one that will sit in judgment at the very end and guess what he's not looking at how many things you're doing wrong what he's saying is is that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and there's not anybody who's righteous no not one and you can have a relationship with God through Jesus And by Jesus Christ and his blood, you find forgiveness. And because you find forgiveness, you want to start hitting that mark? Live and walk in the spirit. And you will not satisfy the lust of the flesh. verse 17 for the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh and these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish have you ever wanted to be you know you woke up in the morning and you're like i want to be better today i want to do better today and whatever but the flesh you know that we in here and that which you know is right and and that which you want So your heart wants and your and your mind knows what you should be doing. And it, and it clashes it goes and, it, and it goes in and you're trying and you're trying and you're trying. That's why I never, ever, ever tell anybody to concentrate on the problem. You always concentrate on the solution. Don't ever concentrate on the, on the problem. Concentrate on the solution. Who's the solution? God. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Which are? Listen to this. This is a laundry list, right? Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like of which I tell you beforehand just as I also told you in time past that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God so let's go through this here uh, adultery that greek word meaning idolatry putting anything in the middle of a relationship okay fornication it's where we get the the literally the word uh, pornography is where we come from and it basically covers all physical uh, relationships Including idolatry, and uncleanness in a moral sense. uncleanness up here. lewdness. Uh, and I had actually studied this word, lasciviousness literally means to excite that desire and to promote it. okay? Ephesians 4:17 through 19 keep your hand in Galatians because we're going to go right back in there but for 17 through 19 this I say therefore and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk in the as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind Okay, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling, listen to this, past feeling, have given themselves over to lewdness to work all uncleanness with greediness. They were passionate about this. Okay. So past feeling, okay, There was a time in my life, there was a time in my life that I thought it was cool to have no feelings. I'm just saying, just putting it out there. I thought it was cool. I walk into an environment, say what I want to say. Not care about whether or not a person feels good about it or not be critical cut a person down at the knees like I said if you rewind time the person who I was and who I am now I like who I am now but there was a time where I thought that that was cool if there was a joke I always had to come back If there was a way to insult, I knew how to do it very well. (sighs) Past feeling. I don't know where you are right now. Maybe that's something that you never dealt with. And if you never dealt with that, that's great. But if you've ever dealt with that, I'm gonna say it is not cool to not feel. It may seem like it. It sure allows when somebody's joking at you and making rude comments and stuff like that and is just tearing you down and making you feel horrible about yourself, it is absolutely positively it it makes you feel powerful, it makes you feel in control, it makes you feel like you can actually survive. The problem is, is that you start doing exactly what you don't want to ever have done to you. You start living that life that you never wanted to have done to you. And because you we learn, we really learn very, very, very well. And I'm going to say this. If you... Come to know God through Jesus. And you have a relationship, not a religion, not a set of do's and don'ts, but you have a relationship with God. Are you going to cry sometimes? Yes, you will. Are you going to have heartache? Yes, you will. But you are going to learn what it means to be content and safe not in somebody else's opinion of you, not in somebody else's statement of you, not in what other people think of you. You're going to find a safety in the fact that God loves you. And it's not about what another person says that you need to live like or you need to be like or you need to do like, but it starts coming around where God covers you and it's like people are saying all these things and they're shooting these darts at you and you're, and you're wanting to respond and you're wanting to fight back and you're wanting to actually go through this. Like I said, if you've never dealt with this, then, then maybe this doesn't mean anything to you. But I'm hoping if there's a person, even if there's one person that has dealt with this before in their past, they'll get something out of it. But when you understand that God covers and God protects, that you can be content no matter what people think of you, no matter what people say of you, that you can be content in how God sees you knowing that the maker of your heart and mind, knowing that the very person that formed you in the womb, knowing that you have a purpose, even though you don't see it right now, that he has a purpose for you and everybody else. What they think doesn't matter, but it's all in that protection. Learning to be content, learning to be content, past feeling, you never want to get to that point. I know that it sounds great. It's it feels great when you're in it. It sounds so awesome, but it only, it only hurts you in the long run. It doesn't, it's a very, very, very short thing that will hurt you longer. Learn to feel, but have a relationship with God because in the same very realm, I want you to be protected. The next one is idolatry. That means a worship of images or putting something in place. Sorcery means magic, the practice of magic. Hatred, a reason for opposition. Enmity. Hatred basically means drumming up things to be angry about. I'm going to walk into a situation, and I'm going to make something. Even if something is not there, I'm going to be angry about something. I'm going to drum it up. I'm going to cause it to happen. I'm going to do something. Contentions, causing a variance. Variance means a difference that produces, produces dispute or controversy. I know that this person doesn't agree with me on this, so guess what? I'm going to come in right in there, and I'm going to talk about that one thing. I'm not going to talk about anything else. I'm going to talk about that one thing. Why? Because I want to cause an argument. Jealousies. A zeal for always wanting what you don't have and what others do or always looking for signs of disloyalty in a relationship. Then you have outbursts of wrath. I know that one very well. Selfish ambitions, this actually comes with wanting to have um, partisanship, to want to have divisions. I agree with you, you agree with me, they don't. Dissensions causing division. Heresies, a body of people following their own tenets. Listen to this, heresies, a body of people following their own tenets, their own laws, what they feel is the right way what they feel is the way to go envy feeling an ill will towards others murders drunkenness not drinking but drunkenness habitually inebriated to the point where reason is disordered revelries a riotous procession paraded down street the reason why this was very very wrong as well as historically this was done to worship other gods and what it says those who practice them which means to perform repeatedly or habitually and it's a part of their life so do not make this a part of your life do not have this but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace long-suffering kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control against such there is no law and those who are in christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires if we live in the spirit let us walk in the spirit let us not become conceited provoking one another envying one another love that's agape love that comes from god you have to be in a relationship with God in order to be able to give agape love, the full love. The joy, the joy of the Lord is our, anybody? Strength. strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. That's a known thing. It's a, But oftentimes it gets misinterpreted as to, if I'm, if I'm, joyous. If I'm happy, then obviously I have strength. No, no, no. The joy of the Lord is our strength. What makes the Lord joyous is that when we follow after him, when we are allowing our lives to shine that light of the gospel out there, to respond with the fruit of the Spirit, which is peace, quietness in spite of situations, long-suffering slow to avenge wrongs, meaning that when somebody does something against you, you are not looking at it right now to try and actually avenge. Oh, that person did this. I'm just going to get the right back in there. Kindness, a moral excellence. If you want to know what morality is, morality is like integrity and you don't want to know what integrity is. It means to do the right thing, no matter whether or not somebody's looking over your shoulder or not. It doesn't matter. If there's a $5 bill on, uh, on the road and you see a $5 bill, your first inclination is to pick up that $5 bill and take it to somebody who might be able to find where it needs it. Or if you can't find who it belongs to, then you're going to give it somewhere. It's not your $5 bill. You don't want it. Goodness, virtue. Moral goodness, the practice of moral duties and the abstaining from vice or a conformity of life and and conversation to the moral law, integrity. Faithfulness, moral conviction in the truthfulness of God and reliance on Christ for salvation. Gentleness, humility, and finally, self-control. Temperance, habitual, listen to this, habitual moderation in regard to the indulgence of the natural appetites and passions. Am I going to eat? Yes. Should I have that 30 helpings of lasagna? Probably not. 29. I love lasagna. Walk in the spirit. Stop consuming one another. Stop pointing fingers. Start working together. Walk in the Spirit and you will not what? Accomplish the lust of the flesh. Do you have an addiction to gossiping? Do you have an addiction to something other than honoring God? Have you put something in your life that is more important to you than God? Do you have this honest need of guilt and shame? That you always feel guilty, you never feel clean. Where you're always looking at the old person instead of looking at what God is trying to do. You feel depressed. Are you not able to look in the mirror because you don't like who you see? Walk in the spirit. And you'll know what forgiveness is you'll know what true love is and you'll know what a relationship with God through Jesus is all these things are found in what they're found in looking at the solution not at the problem you don't get rid of depression by concentrating on not being depressed you don't get rid of your desire to eat by constantly looking at food, okay? You don't get rid of gossiping by concentrating on not gossiping. Tried it and it doesn't work. Talking is the thing for me. You only start living and start walking a new creation. Remember, it is not I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we who are dead to sin live any longer therein? Adam doesn't talk, he's not talking about when you're dead. He's talking about right now. He's talking about the fact that you right now in your relationship with God, living a new creature, living as a new creature, the old man passes away. That person, that old person, that person that has dealt with these things, that person is there that's always hurt, that's depressed, that, that has addictions, that has all these things, you can live a new person and a new life found in Christ. Why? Because it's not I who live, but it's Christ in me. Walk after the Spirit, and you will not accomplish the lust of the flesh. Were you going to make mistakes? Sure are you gonna do stuff that's not right yeah I'm not talking about that I'm talking about living a habitual life that constantly constantly goes to that old person over and over and over again and living in victory why because that's exactly what Jesus died on the cross for you have the victory in Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit inside you if you do what oh man If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you are saved. That's not a religion. That's a relationship. And your life starts changing at that point. Walk according to the Spirit. What's my first step? What do I do? Well... If you've never read the Bible before or maybe you had in the past and you want to get back into it, my suggestion is pick up the book of John. That's pick up a Bible. If you do not have a Bible, please come see me. I have tons of Bibles. And if I run out of those Bibles, I'll give one of my own. It starts very simple. You can be looking at your life and saying, well, I need to get rid of this, I need to do this, and what about this, and what about this? Stop. Stop. Just simply do one thing. Come to Jesus and allow him to walk. Why? Because his burden, his yoke is easy and his burden is light. And it's a relationship. It's an individual choice and there's freedom within that choice. Walk after the Spirit. Let's pray. Lord God, I want to thank you for this day and I want to thank you for this time. I pray, Lord God, that... We may follow after you, that we, we, we may walk after you, Lord God. I pray that you be glorified in our hearts and in our minds. I thank you, Lord God. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen.